Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome, of course, to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andrew Goldstein. And we begin with the richest club in world football. That still doesn't sound right. Newcastle United. And Danny Mills claiming that the manager's job isn't the most important to sort out at St. James's Park. Simon Moni Moni Jordan will also tell us why Frank Lampard isn't the right fit for the Magpies. But this is a word of warning from Borough manager Neil Warner, who has told the owners at St. James's Park that spending money can go downhill very quickly, as my wife will confirm. got money but it's, it's easier said than done having money and spending it i remember similar thing happening to me at qpr when mark Hughes come in and uh, new owners wanted a new thing you know they did i think uh, people telling him that this uh, this was going to be the answer and when i saw him a couple of years later he said crikey it cost me 200 million pounds that hey. you know and I, and I said to me couldn't have to a nicer bloke <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> the owner at qpr yeah yeah. So it was, uh, you know, you've got to be careful what you wish for. But, uh, you know, I mean, it, it's needed it, Auntie. And I felt a bit sorry for Steve because he hasn't got that many strikers. And to lose Wilson for the number, amount of time that he's lost, the, the best player he's got, really, for goals, dis- disappointing. But he'll come, like I say, he'll come back and you all learn it. I think, in a way, he'll be quite pleased when, he, when he's allowed to go. Who are you going to get? Antonio Conte, from what I understand, it's another briefing into the media is not even interested in looking at Newcastle because that was one that was being linked. The popular consensus is that Lampard leads away. you know, good luck to Frank. That will be the end of his managerial career, I think, if he takes that particular challenge on because I don't think he's ready for it or the expectation or the fact he's working with the blind leading the blind. For me, the managerial position is not the most important. The most important is the director of football and then whoever is going to be in charge of recruitment Mm. because if you get those wrong, the managers makes no difference. Pep, Klopp... Sir Alex Ferguson couldn't go into Newcastle now and take that team from second bottom to a Champions League position. Doesn't matter how good a coach you are, not going to happen. You've got to have not just the right players coming in, the right type of players that understand the way that you're going to play, that want want to be at that football club. And and that takes time. On now to England captain Harold Kane, who had a poor game against Hungary and was pulled off towards the end of the match. In front of how many people? Oh, pulled off in front of... Trevor Sinclair thinks that signs of the failed move to Manchester City are showing. 
some players play well when they're happy, they're happy at their club, they're happy in their life. Other players, it's completely the opposite. I guess that Harry's the former. When he's happy at his club, he's happy in his, his relationship at home and his family life's all happy, he will play good football. At the moment, that's not happening. You look at his the technical part of his game, his hold-up play wasn't great, he, his touch was off it, hmm. he wasn't getting on passing lanes, he didn't seem to understand the patterns of play, he lacked energy, there was literally no threat from Harry Kane. And I understand why that is, because he's, his confidence is not there. And that's why Gareth Southgate had to take him off, because he, he wasn't a threat. And Kane's going to come off, so this will be the first match in this qualification group in which he hasn't scored. And he leaves the field, unable to add to his goal tally this week. He was never the quickest, but suddenly now he, he seems to have lost his, his confidence a little bit. He now must be starting to doubt, is he going to get that move? Now we're talking next year, Mbappe's going to be available. Haaland's going to be available. Where, where does Harry Kane go? If it's not Man City, where does he go? Not going United now. They've got Ronaldo. They've got Cavani still. He's not going there to be second fiddle, is he? Because he's not going to win anything at Newcastle. Well, very unlikely to win in, in the next two years. You know, and he's not getting any younger. And that might be why he's really upset. He, he must be now thinking, have I missed that opportunity to get that big move? Is, is that now gone? Now England manager Gareth Southgate will hold talks with the FA in the next few weeks, to quote, to discuss whether he wants to sign a new contract. Trevor Sinclair thinks he may be wanted by certain Premier League clubs, but Moni Moni Simon Jordan believes that Southgate will struggle to land the next job in the top six. I don't know why I've said it in that voice. That's not how he sounds. I look at him and think he's done a very good job in the circumstances that he's been asked to manage England in. I think he's had a takeover from Sam when there was a little bit of a debacle with Sam's behaviour and obviously the Iceland performance in the 2016 Euros. I think he's run well through tournaments where we've had very favourable draws. But I think he's a long way away from an elite manager. And if we're talking about him managing Burnley, oh yeah, fine, okay, I can see that argument. Absolutely. If you're talking about him managing Norwich... Or a promoted West Bromwich Albion. If you're talking about him managing a top six club... I think with where he lives, Harrogate, and where that is situated domestically in the country, I would say something like Leeds, Newcastle. I think he's good enough for that. You look at his record, he's got the second best win ratio as any England manager. He's got 64% win ratio. He's been to two semi-finals, one final... He's a great leader of men. He's great with the media. I think he's brought in some young players, so he's good at working with young players. They're all the pros. But I'm not saying they should look at him, but I think it would be a good suit, but possibly not now, because he's going to go to the World Cup. He possibly could go to the next Euros. But in the future, it could be something that they could look at. Former Arsenal and England midfielder Jack Wilshere has been speaking to TalkSport's James Savundra at the launch of the Utilita Kids and Girls Cup. Jack, or Wilch, as he's known by millions, started by saying that Declan Rice, or Ricey, has the potential to be one of the best midfielders in the Premier League. Rice surging into the penalty and might go it alone. Declan Rice! It's 3-0 to West Ham! The skipper with the crowning glory! What he does week in, week out, like consistently performs with the ball, without the ball. He rarely gives the ball away. He's added goals to his games now. Um, you know, not many defensive midfielders score a lot of goals. And he, I know he's, it's only the start of the season, but he scored a few this season. He looks to be getting into dangerous positions. He's got a great relationship as well with, with Sushek. You know, you can see if, if Deck goes, Sushek will stay. I mean, most of the time, Sushek will go and Deck just sort of sweeps up behind. But yeah, I think he, he's one of the best in, in Europe at the moment. Now, the FA has condemned the violence which overshadowed England's one-all World Cup qualifying draw with Hungary. 
We'll hear from Simon Jordan and Chief Football Writer of The Times, Henry Winter, on this issue. But first is Gabby Agbonahor and Ray Parler on why the hungry fans need to be banned. From now on, Hungary don't have any fans. Away games, home games, ban them. You know, I think UEFA have done it for um, Hungary, but FIFA haven't. Just ban them, and I'm sure when they can't watch their team, because their team done well last night, mm. do you know what I mean? And they're, they're ruining it by their actions. Ban them, simple, ban them. I think they, you, you, sometimes you've got to go stronger than that and say, mm-hmm. right, you don't compete. And, um, and the fans will certainly go, well, we're missing football. We want to be, because they can still exactly. watch it, can't they, the fans? So yeah. maybe you have to throw the nation out. I don't know. Definitely should mm-hmm. be banned from away and home games. And I agree with Ray. You know, kick them out. If we're all in the same place that they've now earned the right to be banned from, from stadiums mm-hmm. and from away games, then I think very, you get very little pushback. But moving it into territory of banning the national team and banning the players is punishing those that didn't commit the crime. Punish the fans. That's mm. it. You think of the punishment that the Hungarians get. They get a one-game stadium ban, yet they can still travel over here. They keep doing it. They keep being racist. You, you saw what happened. You know, I was out in Budapest, and I was really impressed with the way the England players cope with the racist abuse that they were getting. I quite like the fact that they were defiant. They went and stood there as things were being thrown at them. And they basically said, this is, you know, the gesture that England players were making towards the Hungarian racists out of Budapest was was defiance. But that needs to be backed up by FIFA and UEFA. There's only so much the players can do. Erling Haaland's agent is set to hold talks with Man City over a potential move next summer he could get paid a whopping one million pounds a week that can't be yeah that is right i wonder what simon jordan the former crystal palace owner makes of that cue simon moany moany jordan moaning about stuff now you're getting into the territory where it's almost a tragedy that we're going to have this situation because we're going to drag this footballer into the premier league and they're going to pay him a million pound a week that's what's going to happen a million a week. Well, that's what Riola's already talking about, 800 grand a week, and that's before you got into a situation where the contract, where the, where the player, was going, that player was going for 150 million quid. You're going to sit in a situation where Erlen Haaland coming to the Premier League is going to be an absolute increase in everyone else's salaries because he's going to get a million pound a week. Everyone at, Chelsea, at Man City or Chelsea, wherever he lands, right. are going to sit there feeling they're underpaid. I think that level of, of remuneration for football is wrong. But it's only wrong because I think the whole game doesn't work on the basis of this sort of level of financing. And that's why you have European Super Leagues and things mm. like that coming out of the ugly ether because someone's got to find the money. And that's why nation states like PIF and like the Qatars and like the, the Man City's of the world yeah. break the system. It's not because I have any envy of a young boy making £50 million a year. It's because I look at the reality of what football should mean. People should be paid what they're worth. But with the greatest will in the world, it's very difficult to argue that a footballer is worth a million pounds a week in a business that ostensibly loses fortunes. I'm not just saying this because you've started following Scotland, but you are good this morning. You are good this morning. <laughs> now, Watford's new manager, Claudio Ranieri, has been speaking at his first presser as the new Hornets boss. They play Liverpool on Saturday, live on TalkSport. And the Tinker Man revealed what he will buy for his team if they keep a clean sheet against Cloppy's side. Ah, no pizza. I pay, I pay a dinner if I, if I take a shit. A pizza is too, too little. No, no, no. A dinner, a dinner. On now to Carlton Cole and Jason Cundy on the sports bar, which of course is never as good as it is on a Monday night when... Uh... Oh yeah, I'm on it. 
Colton, have you any idea who this is? Yeah, see if we get the voice. 30 seconds it's time, been in the paper, said, it's been in the news quite, quite I want to live like common people. I want to do whatever common people do. No, I you're not going to get it. You're not going to get it. I'm not getting this. It's the oldest man in space. Oh, um... Yes. Captain Kirk. What Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk has gone up. What's his real name? William Shatner. William Shatner. That's it. That's, uh, what a ledge he is. He is a ledge. You're absolutely right. He looks good. Him. He looks fit. I see him jumping into that, that into that thing the he other does. day. He's brilliant. He does. He does. He looks In great. I've got hope. He's, he, he, he gives me hope that I can get to 90 like, unscathed. He remembers Newcastle winning the league. That's how old he is. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was shock for ah. you, by the way. Let's go and speak to Matt, who's a West Ham fan. Matt, good evening. And welcome to the sports Matt, mate? I can't believe I'm having a conversation with Carton Cole. Yeah, the legend that is. No, oh, no, nah, nah, listen. I nearly, I nearly started singing this song, but I'll... Go on, sing it, Go on, go on, go on, do it. Do it, it. do it, do it, do it. Always believe in your soul. That's enough, that's enough, that's enough. That's enough. That's enough. Keep going, Matt. <laughs> You're in the soul. Always believe in That's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app, wherever you get your podcast from. I don't really care. Don't, of course, forget to clobber that subscribe button. Sit on it if you want. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport daily podcasts out first in the morning, so do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great day, and above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.